Drinking motel, talking toys. This is our podcast. We are making noise. We gather round all you girls and boys. It's drinking motel. We are talking toys. 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 Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Toy Talk Guys podcast. I'm Strick. And I'm Motel. We're here to bring you everything happening in the world of toys. We're talking action figures, Lego, video games, and really anything else that catches our eye. On today's podcast, we've got a lot of, a lot of news to go through here. we got some Lego news. we got some Disney train station. we got some Ultimate Collector Series Star Destroyer being teased out there. Then on Motel's side of the world, we got this Hasbro uh, Ghostbusters license, the HasLab Cookie Monster Project Fail. Talk a little Loot Crate as well. And we promised this on the last cast, we're going to get into the book that we were given uh, inside Marvin Glass. I think we're actually going to start there, inside Marvin Glass's Toy Vault. Uh, Motel, why don't you give us a little background on Bill Paxton and the gentleman that sent us this book? Absolutely. Um, I just want to start off by saying, like, we are so excited um, that Bill actually reached out to us to get this book on here and for us to talk about it. This is a big deal for us. It's huge, man. That's (laughs) so cool. Um, Especially because, like, you know, we get... We get emailed and like messaged like spam and junk all the time. So oh, yeah. it's like it's no surprise. Like I approach every message like, okay, well if this person's pushing this product, obviously this is spam. They're not real. So I'm just like when I I saw that and he messaged us on Facebook. Um, I saw like I don't get on the Facebook that much. I know you don't either. No. Um, and I saw that I'm like, okay, well I'm gonna immediately write this off because this is obviously spam. Um, and then I look further at it and I'm like, well he just wants us to read this this book okay okay um yeah and then i then i do a little bit more research and i'm like oh my gosh like that's awesome that he wants us to do this um, and then i i mean obviously when you think bill paxton you i'm like that's a stop that's a fake name right because yeah. it's like bill paxton <laughs> but i was just like oh my gosh like then i started doing some research on bill i was like i had no idea like he's like this decorated toy designer yeah man and he wrote this impressive like 600 page book that he wants us to talk it about. is a textbook it's 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 a textbook it, for sure yeah it, it is it, it's it's no joke man and it's a great read um and like like i said when i was doing some research on bill i was like oh my gosh okay so he works for like uh big monster toys at, at, like it does he's that i guess that's like a designing firm in the chicago area right um and he I I had found out that he actually won a couple of awards for like design toys like in recent years. Oh really? Um, yeah, and it's this is I kid you not this is hilarious. He 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 was on a part he was a part of um, working on a, one specific toy. Um, I think it's the superhero DC superhero girls um, X ray vision Supergirl. <laughs> oh yeah. It's a girl's toy, so, you know, I don't have any business knowing about it other than I remember seeing commercials for it on TV, like, when I would watch Power Rangers. Right. <laughs> like, it would, I, would, I would see commercials for this stuff. And I remember, I'd, I'd look into it, and the only reason why I, I'd, look, I'd look into this specifically was because um, we were actually toy hunting the other week. Um, and I pointed out the Star Wars line of like the the girl fi- like the oh, figures yeah, yeah. intended for girls. I forget what the name escapes me at the moment, but these like figures that are designed for girls to play with, um, they contain things like minifigures of Yoda and R two and BB eight, and it's just like 
those are things that I'm attracted to. But I was never able as a kid to like buy stuff like that because it's like they're, it's intended for girls. But like that's a really cool like exclusive, you know, little toy in there. This is no different with this X-ray Supergirl. <laughs> What's this, the accessory she's got? She has a little uh, chromite that she comes with. I'm, I don't know. Well, what you're not. Is. I'm not. I'm barely familiar with the, the the whole world of that. But the idea, the the gimmick for this toy is. Um, this Supergirl Barbie-ish looking figure has x-ray vision. So she comes with like this locker, like school locker. Like she's in school. She comes with all these like backpacks and stuff. And her ability to like see through the lockers, it's like a gimmick where you push on the back of her, uh, like a button on the back of her. And it like uh, operates this infrared technology where it like it signals to the locker to light up. And it's translucent at the top, so you can actually, it lights up and you can see the contents of the locker. Whoa, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And one of those little contents is like a little chromite. <laughs> Which I still don't know what it is, but it sounds It's a little cool. tiny, like, look, think of it like a little flame, green flame with arms, like appendages and stuff. Okay. And um, I was just like, I love junk like that. I love like little <laughs> toys, little figures. So I was like, I was, I was, I remember pricing it out. I'm like... Let's see if I pick up the doll. <laughs> Maybe I could sell it just so I could keep the little chromite. It's hilarious. I had no idea a person that was involved in designing that would later reach out to us <laughs> to talk about his book. It's, it blows my mind. And I'm so, I'm just so honored and it's so, I'm so grateful that we have this opportunity. That being said, we're not going to spoil this book. Um, nah, definitely I, not. I mean, we really dug into it hard, and I don't want to sit here and, you know, glo like talk about all these different things, because, oh my gosh, it's jam-packed. If you want to know anything about Marvin Glass Associates, I mean, here it is. Yeah. And I say that because this book is a labor of love, clearly. Definitely. Uh, because um, you can't find this information on Marvin Glass, just on the internet. You can't, it's, this isn't a Google search. Like this is, it is insane the lengths that Bill went through to acquire this information and then put it all together. It took a span of like 10 years to, to get through. Yeah. Um, tracking people down, uh, taking guesses at where people might've ended up in what towns. And then you're looking people up in those towns, see if anybody that's still around there that used to work at this firm because apparently, like, he was working on a deadline where, you know, these stories were not told because Marvin Glass was a very secretive individual. So these people would start, like, dying off and the stories would die with them. So it's so cool the lengths that he would go to acquire this information. Um, and it explains it in the book. I'm like, some of these things, like, if I wrote a book like this, I would type it in Google. I'd be like, I can't find anything. Well, I guess I got to change the book. Yeah. It's like I can't find anything. It's insane the the, the way the, the measures that he went to acquire this information. Um, yeah, anything you want to say about it? Not, I was just gonna say um, for those that are unfamiliar with Marvin Glass, yeah. so um, you know Bill and a lot of other toy designers were really um, influenced by Marvin Glass, and you know he was a toy inventor himself. Uh, worked at various different companies, and then he started his own company. Uh, Marvin Glass Associates, MGA, that was responsible for a lot of toys that you probably heard of and, and didn't really realize that he was a part of. Uh, so he ne didn't necessarily design all these. Some of these he did, but uh, at least his company was responsible for some of these. So 
some are games, some are more toys. So clackety clack teeth. That's one of my favorite. It's like one of the first ones. And the little teeth that kind of run across the ground and just yeah. like you wind them up. Those things are hilarious. And we'll talk about some of these, I think. Uh, Operation, the board game. Again, like didn't realize that was him. Uh, Rock and Sockin' Robots, Mousetrap, Simon, uh, Simon Says, or just Simon. It's called Simon. Just Simon. I always called it Simon Says. Pie in the Face. This game was huge like two years ago. I had no idea it was such an old game. It's from like the 60s. So his his company was part of designing that light bright again. Just these like iconic classic toys. I didn't realize this going into reading this book, and I think that's what was so awesome for it about the book for me was wow, like all these things that I could just kind of took for granted. It's like yeah, some toy company you know created these things. I had no idea there was like a single individual that you could tie this back to. It's like yes. if not for this man, a lot of these toys would not exist. A lot of these childhood memories would not exist. So that alone, and obviously everyone on this cast is is in, interested in toys and, and a toy collector in some way. It really is a great gift, I think, for the holiday season. Not to like sell it super hard, but at first when we got the book, I was like, I don't know who would really want a big textbook like this. But I'm so glad we have it now, man. Like I, yeah. I really enjoy flipping through it and just it's got tons of imagery. Uh, oh, exactly, it's written really that, well. And that's yeah. what I wanted to say. Don't let the 600 pages scare you off because a lot of it is filled with like all these pictures that you would otherwise never see like right. uh, I, don't, I don't even remember but just like some like prototypes and things like that i mean it's crazy how much stuff is jam-packed in there um because I, I guess it would really only boil down to like maybe 300 pages of text that is actually in there yeah um and it's all good stuff um it's like a textbook you want to read like if oh, i had yeah. a class in school and it was like here we're gonna l- learn about marvin glass i'd be like oh yeah this is gonna be good and like <laughs> just looking through all the pics i'd be like oh yeah it was hilarious because i remember responding back to bill and i was just like i there's no way he's gonna like send this to us like this isn't real this is yeah. somebody spamming us i still don't believe it i only believed it like after it ended up on my doorstep and I buy a lot of stuff on like eBay, and I'm like, "What did I order?" <laughs> like, I lift this up, and it's a brick. I'm like, "What is this?" Oh, it's the book. Oh my gosh! I was so excited. I remember I texted you right away. I was so I was so pumped that we got to that we got to read through that. Um, yeah, I mean, I had I, I didn't really like to me. I never I never thought about like independent in invention studios like like this yeah me neither I, I just didn't i never thought about it. like whenever you think of toy designers like whenever we're complaining about something you always look right back at hasbro or right back at mattel or yeah. lego and you're just yeah. like what were those executives in that building in the design room thinking when they came up with that you never think about them outsourcing like from stuff like this yeah never and he, and uh you know marvin was the guy that he's behind all that he's why that exists he's 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 the guy that designed the 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 method of well how about i just design it and then you pay me for that design but you do everything else but you continue to pay me for that design like that's that's mind-blowing and that and he did he did that in a time what it was like the 1940s he started in like the 40s yeah yeah and that was like what that was like world war ii yeah that's actually how he changed his name uh he was originally born goldberg but he's afraid of right. his jewish name so he changed it to glass um just purely for business like it's in the book purely for business reasons yeah and it's like nothing else he just didn't <laughs> want to sound jewish because because of the time because it was world war Two. Yeah. yeah yeah that's that's crazy to me that he was able to accomplish that and like that's what we do today like that's what obviously because bmt is a byproduct of marvin glass associates so mm-hmm. it's still 
technically in business today. Yeah. Um, that was one thing I loved about the book is you read through and, and you do see some of those images. Uh, Bill put on those images, I'm assuming this is like Bill's decision, still in production today. So you can just see some of that, like light bright. You can see those toys where it's like, man, he invented this thing or like someone on his team invented it. 30, 40 years ago, and kids are still playing with yes. it. It's insane. <laughs> it's really nuts. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like I've recommended the book enough. What do you think? Any final words on it? Um, yeah, I mean, again, like, I don't... This is... I can't stress enough that you can't just look this stuff up. Like, it's not, it's, it's, it's not something where you can just go do a little research project. I mean, I tried. I wanted to get a little something. Like, when he started talking... When he, when he was... When I, when I saw the book, I looked it up. I was just like, I didn't have it in my hands yet. I'm like, okay, well, what's this about? Like, what, like, then I started like researching, like, I mean, there's Wikipedia stuff, but it's like, you know, how much can you confirm is that? Um, and then like, there's a, maybe one or two things on YouTube, like to follow along with. And it's like, it's, you know, there's nothing there. So you need this book, um, it's such a big part of toy history. It's nice that it's captured in one place and it's, you know, just available if, if you like for people to hang on to, like we have it, you know, oh, we'll, yeah. we'll hang on to this piece of history, even if it gets lost on the on, like, it's not really online. So even if it gets lost to history, at least this book exists. Yeah. And apparently there's a movie that's in talks or in the works. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. I believe Jim Carrey's actually playing Marvin Glass. Oh, that's sweet. I didn't realize so, that. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be based on that. Um, I don't, well, you know what, it, I shouldn't even say he's going to be playing Marvin Glass. He's going to be playing a toy designer, I guess, based off of Marvin Glass, um, I think. Um, so, I mean, that would be totally cool. Like, I mean, Bill's out in front of this with this book, obviously. So you get the book and you go see the movie. I think that would be really cool. Um, Definitely. Personally. So, yeah, uh, we're going to throw some links up um, to, you know, obviously, like you can Google this and it'll, you'll probably pop up on Amazon. Definitely, 100% check this out. Uh Bill, thanks so much for sending it. Um, and I, Bill also had mentioned that he he was available to come on the podcast. We'll have to hold him to that. Well, maybe. Th- maybe. <laughs> I mean, Bill, I was just, I was like, after this had all kind of settled and I got the book, I was just, I was super intimidated. <laughs> like, I was kind of freaking out. I was like, I mean, we had never had another guest come on the podcast and we, yeah. we are working to do that, but essentially we're noobs so it's like i kind of panicked and i was just like there's no way i'm i have any clout or any capabilities of talking to somebody yeah, right. like bill man there's no way so i was super intimidated by that um but he seems like the nicest guy um we are super honored to have that book in our collection and thank you so much guys definitely check it out and follow the links that we're gonna provide Awesome. All right. Thorough review right there. Uh, make sure you click those links down in that. I think we'll leave it in the show notes. We'll leave a link down there in the show notes. So you can and on, and on Twitter, we'll, we'll, we'll leave it. All right. Yeah, cool. Sounds good. All right. Getting into some news here. Do you want to jump over? Let's, let's start off with Lego. Um, Lego Rise of Skywalker sets leak. So this is a little spoilery. I'll stay out of spoiler territory. There's a link down in the show notes if you guys want to go check them out. I'm not going to talk through every one. There's like a Millennium Falcon, woo, big surprise, uh, something like that. Um, but the one I want to talk about is this buildable Yoda that is coming out. So it's kind of in the Ultimate Collector Series style, but it's essentially like a big scale model Yoda. Almost, I think he's almost to scale of the puppet that appears in the movie. And he he's not looking too good. 
And this is why I want to put it on here. Yeah, Have you seen him? Cool. That's pretty cool, though, that it's scale to the movie. If that's accurate, that would be pretty tight. I don't don't hold me to that. I don't think it is, but okay. it, it's at least like, you know, it's pretty big. It's like the other, like the Porg size and stuff like that. It's it's a larger model that you're building. He's gonna be like a hundred bucks or something like that. He's he's just looking a little strange, and I think it's in the <laughs> eyes. I think the I think people are seeing it in the eyes, and they're it's they're a little put off by him. At least that's what I've seen so far. I don't know if you got a chance to see him. Yeah, I saw it. Um, because, I, I mean, it was reminiscent. They already did this, right? Like, they've yeah. already made this before. Yeah, they made this back in, like, 06. They have uh, did, like, a big buildable Yoda like this. And he's just, like, kind of cute, smiley, very blocky, super blocky and not detailed. This one is more detailed, but he's still, he's so blocky, which I just hate. And then he just, the eyes look so weird. He just looks so creepy. So you're not interested. I mean, honestly, like when I look at that, I'm like, that just looks like work to me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, because he just, he's end up not looking good at the end of it. Well, even that, I mean, I'm just, I'm not a fan of like huge builds like that. I'm I'm more of a fan of like intimate, like even like buildings. I don't mind building like a build like that, but like a big old statue where it's just a ton of these colored bricks and you got to navigate through all that. No, that's a headache. That wouldn't be fun for me at all. I do like that. They added hair, um, to the back of his head on this one. (laughs) Yeah, they did. They did do that. You know, and I will say while I bring this up that I, I was pretty harsh for the Jurassic park set and I'm in no ways defending that thing. But when I saw the dinosaur in person, the dinosaur did look good. And it is actually to scale with the movie and what the figure size is. So you can fit the figures in the mouth better than the molded ones. So there was like purpose to building it. I'm glad you feel that way. Yeah. I, I was definitely a big fan of that when I saw it and I know you didn't like it. It's so. just, I, the images weren't doing it for me. And this yeah. is the same deal that maybe if I see this in person, I'll change my tune. But right now I'm not loving what this thing looks like. I don't know if I want to mention the other sets that came out. Honestly, like none of them really grabbed me too much. There's a Y-Wing that's red that's really cool, that's, so that's probably going to be from the new movie. And an A-Wing. And an A-Wing that's green, that's going to be from the new movie. Um, we can confirm it's from the new movie Yeah. with the trailer. Oh yeah, that's true, that's you true, know, yeah. The, the, the little resistance that we got in there, we saw A-Wings, yeah, we saw man. Y-Wings. <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah, and the trailer too, I wanted to mention that, but not, not for long, I'm, I'm sure like hundreds of people have talked about that already, but at least the Darth Ray part of the trailer We'll talk about that later. You want to talk about that later? Yeah, we'll talk about it later. The whole trailer, because I didn't really rewatch the trailer. Okay. I like I'm I'm remembering bits and pieces, but I'm largely remembering Darth Ray, <laughs> and that's all okay. I'm reading about right now. It's just like Ray, Darth Ray, so cool. She's so cool. All right. Is there a definitive end? Like, did you mention everything you wanted to about these Lego sets? Yeah. Like, watch the video if you really want to see them. I don't want to spoil it for people if they don't want to be spoiled by anything, because there's spoilers in in those sets. If you're checking them out about the new movie and people might not want that big spoilers, not big spoilers, but it's like characters and like which characters are together in certain scenes and stuff like that. So okay. I, I don't want to spoil anything to go through them. All right. So what were your initial thoughts when you first saw the trailer? Um, I'm still hype. I'm still, uh, I'm still feeling it. The Darth Ray. I'm just going to talk about the Darth Ray part, honestly, because that's the part I remember the most. And I, that really wasn't doing anything for me. I mean, at first I was like, oh, whoa, that's different. That's cool. But I'm just like, that's going to be a dream sequence. Like, in no way is there going to be... Force Vision? A, yeah, a straight-up Darth Ray. If if she straight-up goes Darth Ray, man... She won't. She won't. I know she won't. But if there's a if that's actually her acting things out, then I'll be pretty excited. But if it's just like a dream sequence, like, you know, like when Luke sees Vader or something like that, you know, yeah. something like that. Well, she, like in Dagobah. Yeah, in Dagobah, in that one sequence that we had. Yeah, right. I remember. So I'm thinking of something like that. 
Um, yeah. Oh, she's not. She's not turning dark. That's not happening. There's no way. How would Disney sell their toys? How would they sell their princess toys if if Ray went dark? That's true. There's no way. Yeah. There's there's no way that's happening. Um. And there's not. I mean, I you have seen the Last Jedi. Yes. Way more times than me. I saw it once. And I've seen it too many times. Okay. All right. I I don't remember any kind of like big definitive evidence poking even the slightest that she would go dark. She was interested by it. It intrigued her. Okay. That's not enough to oh, yeah. like change from that movie to this movie. There's there's not enough there for her to just flip into being a dark dark ray there's there's no i mean in the prequels you think about like anakin it took him like three prequels to go bad and even that was not enough time to explain all that so you think about this no that is there for pure shock value like when you see that in the in the I'm, trailer there's i'm no wondering way. um it, I, it, it could make sense from a story arc because there was definitely a tension in the last jedi of ray being on the light side of the force and kylo being on the dark side and them trying to pull each other in different directions and then at the very end of the film, spoilers if you haven't seen it, um, they, they kind of go their separate ways. So Ray ends up on the light side and Ben ends oh, yeah. up on the dark side. They both Still, double down. They double down. But they do work together for a brief period of time. And it's like they, they share this connection of like, all right, I understand you and I understand kind of you a little bit. And then they break apart. Um, I'm curious if in this they, they might even cross paths and like Ben moves towards the light side of the force and Ray goes the other way. And they have to pull each other to the other side, but like in other directions. You know what I mean? That's the only way I could see where she would go to the other side. Ben would have to move to the light. And then maybe they meet in the middle somehow at the end and then everything's happy. I don't know, with like a marriage and like a Disney wedding or something like yeah. that. You know? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, also, what we got in that trailer was them dueling on yeah. like what looked to be this, the uh, what the Death Star remains. Yep. Um, potentially what it looked like was what like the i don't even know what you want to call it the channel that the resistance flew through to ultimately find the place to fire the missile to get like it looks like those like that channel um what's that the tunnel run or whatever yeah the tunnel run yeah so if you yeah. want to say because if you can you can also see like there's like a like a turret like a like a air defense turret like in the back so it's like that might be like where they're fighting like to end this and that's where like you know they, they did the fight before in episode four um I'm not, I'm not sure. I, I wanted to ask um, where you see, like, did you have any other um, opinions on, like, what Palpatine's involvement is in this film now Now that you've heard this? Because he, he says some new stuff in this trailer, I believe. Does he? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, just, I don't like the Palpatine connection. No? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I don't know. It's. I don't think he needs to be there. <laughs> we'll see <laughs> i'm i'd yeah i don't know i'd rather yeah i guess it has to be palpatine who else is going to be to bring this saga to an end i'm curious how they'll handle it it needs to be handled so delicately here's a fun theory what's that well okay this theory's been kind of going around for like since before this trailer even happened um it was offered up that uh ray is potentially a clone and that's Darth Ray, Dark Ray, as a you know that that's her that's a clone of Ray, because so, there's there's so much evidence of clones in Star Wars. Okay. Um. So it's somebody said it potentially. Well, so have, first of all, have you have you heard of this theory yet? 
let me let me like get a sense of the series. So Ray in the first movie is a clone, or just in this movie the dark Ray is a clone? They she's I mean, she's essentially a clone in all the movies you see her in because okay. she's just been a clone. So there's no real Ray, it's just the clone Ray. Right. Okay. Um, I, I hate this theory already. Keep okay. going. <laughs> Why is this a fun theory? Okay. Um well, it's not. I mean, it's fun. It's just because it's like I I heard it and I was like, oh, that's interesting because there was evidence pointing towards it in the Last Jedi. What's the evidence? When she's in that cave, <laughs> yeah, and she sees like a billion reflections of herself. Oh, and then man. ultimately at the end of it, when she's she's looking for like her parents, but all she can see is herself at the end of it. So she's that's where she came from herself. That's so heavy handed. No way is that it. No, you don't think so? I hate that theory. No okay. way. Okay. No. no. All right. Um, other part of that theory, it could be in addition to, or separate, Palpatine, (laughs) (laughs) Palpatine took the severed arm of Luke Skywalker, (laughs) this is awful, (laughs) and designed Rey with that DNA, Okay. and then made clones of that Rey. Oh. (laughs) if that's what it is man oh my gosh they'll pulled one over on me that's that's a bad storyline all right that's what i'm going with though i don't like that i would love to see that it'd be hysterical oh no man all right i don't yeah i can't (laughs) i can't latch on to that there's so many of those theories out there. That's actually one of the better ones I've heard. But there's so many theories that are like, what if uh, this this obscure thing would come back from this one time it was mentioned in the prequels? Yeah. And yeah. I mean, I abide to one of those theories right now, like the Darth Plagueis theory. I like that one. Um, yeah, I, just, I think it's just going to be pretty straightforward. <laughs> it's just going to be like, yeah, she was always Rey, and then her parents either weren't important or were like a big reveal. That's, yep. I don't think it... Oh, I'm waiting for the big reveal. You know it's coming. <sighs> the big reveal. Nope. R2-D2. Also, we were able to confirm that that TIE-FI interceptor that she jumps over, we we think that it's that it's Kylo Ren that's driving it. Yeah. Uh, or flying it. Because he, um, we see it in the trailer that like when he ignites his lightsaber, he's walking from the the same what looks to be the same interceptor oh man you really were like watching it with eagle eyes i want i oh, yeah. like i briefly watched it i should have watched oh, okay. it more yeah i was ready for this discussion because i was <laughs> like because you were i remember last time you just you you said you watched it so many times so i kept poking at it and just like hoping to keep finding stuff also the last thing i'll mention i found it interesting in um when she was like training in the woods, I don't know where that is. I'm sure it's not Endor, but it looked like woods somewhere. Yeah, it looks like Endor type planet. Yeah, um, and she like throws her lightsaber at at a droid, but like uh, cuts a tree. Yeah, and then the next frame, the very next frame, she's catching the lightsaber. So you think that's her signature move? I don't know. I would like it to be. That's cool. I haven't seen too much lightsaber throw, and she kind of did it in the first film and that'd be a nice callback yeah is that that becomes her signature move that well, she uses it like a boomerang yeah that that could be um even once that would be cool i also thought it was cool not not that it was dark not that dark ray is something that's cool but the fact that like you know maybe she's not even dark wielding that red lightsaber i don't i don't know but it's just like the fact that she's wielding like a darth maul style 
lightsaber. That's really cool. She's definitely, she has to fight with that thing. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. because she's, I thought it was cool because, like, she is probably more catered towards her because she's good with a bow staff. Right. So, like, I think that would play to her strengths as opposed to, like, fighting. Because then you can also see she's holding, like, a spear or something or, like, a staff in one hand with the blue lightsaber. So maybe, like, she figures out, like, oh, well, this is just going to be the benefits of both things right here if I if I wield this double lightsaber. Um, or maybe it's the repaired lightsaber that got broken and she altered it in some way. I don't know. I don't know. I am curious. I'm, I'm very curious about the movie. The way they tease it is so good. It's just, like here's this like thing you were not expecting like Darth Ray. I wasn't expecting that at all. Like yeah. her to just bust out that double-sided lightsaber. It's like, all right, something that made Darth Maul the coolest Sith immediately is now she's now wielding it. It's like, yep. that's going to be dope. Yep. No matter what, unless it's like, Oh, that's all she does. And then it just, and then it's a dream sequence and it's done. Last thing I'll say, I also liked uh, that they played all the footage from, I think all the movies i think every movie was represented I, yeah i don't remember if clone wars was represented i think there was a there. brief like shot the, of like obi-wan i don't know i think well, that well, I, oh oh you know what if anakin and padme they got married in clone wars with it was it clone wars they got married in? yeah i'm pretty yeah, sure okay well then that never mind um i like that all of it was included um I remember clicking on it. I was like, oh, this is a fan film. Like, this is a fan trailer. Because I was just yeah, like, this is obviously not the new trailer. But I was just like, oh, man. Like, okay. They're, they've acknowledged everything. Like, right there. And here comes, like, the final last stretch. You're going to you're gonna know it all. You're going to understand it all. It's going to be nice, one neat, delicious package. <laughs> I love it. I'm so hyped for it. And I really wasn't... I really wasn't even hyped for it before this trailer. Like, this trailer, like, really got me amped for it. I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, this is going to be awesome. It's either going to be fantastic or horrible. <laughs> and you know what? People are probably going to think the same thing at the same time. Either people fantastic are gonna, or horrible. People are going to love it and or, people are going to hate it. Or maybe it's just fine. I don't think it's going to be just fine. We got the hot takes here. It's going to be good or bad. <laughs> if it's just fine, I, there's no way it could be just fine. It's too. It's way too hyped. It's way too hyped. It's like Game of Thrones style hyped. It's like this is the end of this story. Yeah. You got to get this right and you got to do everything right. Otherwise, you're, you're done for. And the fans are going to be very mad. I think we're all going to be pleasantly surprised slash pleased. All right. That's a take. Yeah. I uh, think... There will be parts of the film that people tear apart, but overall, it will be loved. Fair enough. That's Can't my wait to check it out. All right. When's that? December, right? Yeah, it's around Christmas. the corner. I think it's Christmas. Do you want to go together? Absolutely. All right, let's do that. On Christmas Day? It's not on Christmas Day. <laughs> it's sometime in December. I don't, yeah, I don't know it's like leading up it. to Christmas. We'll go. We'll go like opening night. All right, let's uh, let's get into this like actual toy news here. Let's go. Sure. Um, now that we're 30 minutes in already. <laughs> Hasbro, what do we got? Um, yeah, this was really exciting to hear uh, from me. I, well, I should say a lot of emotions kind of were, were evoked. when They I were dripping over this, you? Yeah, when I heard this news. Um, Hasbro has been named the master toy licensee for Ghostbusters come 2020. Da -na 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 -na. Yeah. That is huge, man. That's, that is that's, cool. That's gigantic. Um, because you're we're bringing it back. Like, goes the Ghostbusters license is kind of it was kind of all over the place. Like, I think like Mattel like put out was putting out like stuff for the 2016 Ghostbusters 
movie. I mean, that flop, that was an atrocity. <laughs> are, you talking, are you talking about like those, those figures, those female figures you were trying to get? I was never trying to get them. <laughs> you were always looking at them. I wasn't looking at them. I was looking for the ghosts because they, they had the one exclusive um, Stay Puft. There was the burnt Stay Puft that was exclusive. I never found it. Um, but I was just like, you know what? I, it's Ghostbusters and I feel bad not looking at this stuff because I love Ghostbusters so much. There was almost one of them you bought. I did buy some. Some are in the basement right now. Oh, I didn't man. buy any like of the females. Well, I thought there was. That, that's a problem, but I just didn't. You know, I like the ghosts. That's... I thought there was a slightly rare one that you were like, I might pick her up. Wasn't there one that was a little bit harder to get? It's the Stay Puft, man. That's the okay. only one I was looking for. Never mind. I digress. Um, so yeah, 2020. Like it's. I mean, you know, there's still Ghostbuster stuff out there. Like Diamond Select has stuff. Um, Funko has stuff. I don't know how that all gets altered. Um, I'm assuming Mattel will just stop, um, but Hasbro now has the full-on license. And I know Hasbro already had their toe dipped in there because they released stuff for Transformers. Like, they released an Ecto-1 that transformed into Ecto-something. I don't know. It was a Transformer, um, which is pretty cool. I don't even like Transformers that much. Um, Ectominus Prime. Something. Ecto. Well, they also made it an SDCC uh, exclusive. Of course they did. uh, Yeah, Optimus Prime. (laughs) That was stressed as a Ghostbuster. Oh, that's Uh, cool. Yeah. So they kind of already had their toe in there. But this, you have to understand, like Hasbro acquired Kenner, who was the original producer of the real Ghostbusters toy line. Okay, cool. I, so, didn't, I didn't have that frame of reference. Yeah, right, so it's, cool. it's coming back to Hasbro, mm. um, which is awesome. Because, Giving it some juice. Well, yeah, because you're going to have you – have, you still have some of the original designers uh, from Kenner. Oh, no on, way. Yeah, at Hasbro, still working there today, as far as I know. Um, so you're going to get this license back in the hands of the people that treated it the best. <laughs> and Gave it the most love. Yeah, I don't have the – well, you know what? I could probably pull up the press release. I got super excited reading the the, the press release uh, for this. Um, I'll I'll probably only read like a little blurb. Of Give it. us a snippet. Yeah, a snippet. Um, uh, especially like the most important part for for what for what I want to comment on here. Um, let's see. As we build up to release our new Ghostbusters film next year. Did you know that was coming? See, I was about to ask you about this. Okay. All right. I'm getting more excited now. We can talk about that a little bit. Okay. You got me more excited. It was a natural choice to work with Hasbro to develop an all new line of toys that not only celebrates the new film, but also brings us back to the roots of the original film and toy line. Oh, that is all I need right there. Um, (laughs) If you're telling me, you're going to develop new figures, like, to whatever, whoever's in this movie. Um, unfortunately, I, I mean, they read the cast list off, and that kid from Stranger Things is going to be in it, of course. Uh, which one? You know the one, whatever his name is. The one that's the in one everything is, now. The one is getting all the that's Finn. That's in it. Uh, Finn something. Is his name I don't, Finn? I don't know. I don't really like him that much. You know, he's yeah. fine. Whatever. He's a kid. Whatever. But I... He's I see an, him too much now. Yeah, like, he's a little annoying. Yeah, he's, uh, slightly. Slightly. But, you know, whatever. Um, he's going to be in it. I don't know what his part is going to be other than like an older brother to this little girl that's supposedly like the main oh, character in this. So I don't know how they're going to write that. But anyway, long story short, they've gotten most of the main cast back on for this, playing oh. the same parts. So you got, yeah, you got uh, Bill coming back on to play Peter Bankman. That is tight. Yeah. And, um, I can't wait to see him. <laughs> you got Sigourney Weaver coming back. Oh, no way. Yeah. Dan, Dan, Dan Aykroyd was a part of, I, I think he was a producer on the last one. So he's 
I think another um, executive producer on this, but I think he's ultimately he will be in front of the camera playing Ray. I would think so. Um, yeah. And then who else? And then obviously, um, what's his name? I'm, oh my gosh, I'm yeah. blanking on his name. Eglon. Well, Harold yeah. Ramis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Harold Ramis is gone. Yeah, like yeah. His past, so they they didn't mention that. Um, but then you got uh, Winston Zedmore. Yeah. Uh, oh my gosh, what's his name? I don't know. You're asking the wrong Ernie person. Hudson. Ernie okay, Hudson. There I can't believe I almost forgot that. Uh, yeah, they've all confirmed to to be back on this. Uh, the only ones that haven't have been confirmed yet are Rick Moranis because he's in retirement. He hadn't been in anything, and like, he's got to come years. out of retirement for this. Man. I would think so. Um, and then you got Annie Potts. Uh, what else is he? Janine. Oh yeah, and she hasn't been confirmed to be in this yet. I don't know what she's done since that, but that's what um, I'm saying. Rick Moranis. Too, oh, like... you need Rick Moranis to get the pack back on. Oh Absolutely, yeah. you need him in this film. Um, I think you know, and if it's if the script was correct, I mean, you got all these people coming back to work on it. I think you could coax him out of retirement to, to do one more film, especially for something like this. At least for one scene, one cameo, yeah, something, something. Yeah. Um. So. Okay, that's the movie. That's what's coming out. That is super exciting. That's um, cool. I'm glad you said that because my question to you was going to be, how valuable is this license now? Because there's no films. Good, I'll say good films like come, right. or the come out that came out. So I'm, I'm very excited to hear about this. That's oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, it's gonna be it's going to be a big year for Ghostbusters in 2020. Dang, oh, my man. gosh. Um, uh, yeah, but I'm telling you, if, if they're putting out, like, manufacturing new figures and, like, but like kind of calling back to like how, how it was like in the old days, like with figures, like you get a figure, you get a weapon and you get a ghost. Like that's the ghostbusters. I remember like, that's what I want. But if they're only, if they're, if they're making that and on top of that, they're going to do another like star Wars vintage collection and put out like the same molds of the real ghostbusters figures. Like, I mean, I have them right here, like in my collection, like they're, if they put those out, Oh my gosh, dude. Like, they have my money. Like, it's game over. Like, I have to own... Like, especially if they put, like, a four set, like, a, a four-figure set or something, like, with everything, like, just exactly how it was. You know, hopefully, like, it's darker or it's easier to tell that they're, like, you know, these are the newer ones, so it doesn't get mixed with vintage stuff. Yeah. Not that it really matters to me, uh, personally, but if you're a purist, I'll tell you right now, I recommend going out and... If you if have, have any kind of inkling to collect this Ghostbusters vintage stuff, collect it now. Like yeah. it, it could get dicey uh, later on if they re if they release vintage stuff that's like exactly the same. Because I'll tell you what, man, it is very difficult to track down functioning proton packs for these guys. Really? Um, yeah, because like these, they're I mean they're brittle plastic. You can see right there. Um, with every single thing, it it's um there's either like a hook missing on the on the actual proton pack to hook the the blaster onto it or in every case just like you know 90% of these things when you find them like at flea markets or something um the particle stream is broken off or the particle stream handle like that triggers the action in the back it's gone it's snapped off so it is very difficult to find these in good condition that are like in either playable or displayable condition i actually have a video that i'm working on now that i'm repairing um one of these uh i because i need uh winston's yellow particle beam uh i need i need that to complete my <laughs> set and i actually have two ones that are in like different states so i'm actually combining them together to make one uh usable one for winston so i can display it nice uh, so man. that you can look forward to that um but yeah i highly recommend um collecting some of that stuff now uh before it might get dicey later if, if you're a purist um there's another part of me that doesn't really mind that much that it gets mixed up but you know whatever that's we can talk about that later have you seen at least with the vintage collection for star wars have they done is a vintage or retro collection 
I get them confused, and you probably do too. I do too, because yeah, yeah. I don't collect it, so I don't, I don't remember. But yeah, it does get weird because it's it's it is they both do exist, and they're totally different things. Yeah, I think it's the retro collection. You think it is? I think it's retro. Okay, yeah, that makes more sense. Um, do you know if they do anything with those to like mark them differently so that it's easy to figure out what's what? Um, I've seen enough reviews on there to know that they're not of the same quality okay. of plastic or material that that they uh, make them with. Um, like they, for instance, I know a lot of them, like, especially Han, he just doesn't hold his pistol. Like you, you can't, they, they don't just don't, they don't hold their weapons well. Oh really? Um, yes. Yeah, so that's, a, that's a big indicator. As far as like the weapons go, I don't know if it's, I don't know how difficult it is to distinguish, um, those weapons. That's a whole nother debate I could get into you with, um, if I think that it's a problem that we got vintage materials that are getting mixed with. Um, modern materials, but are made to look vintage. I could totally get into a whole nother wormhole with that. But um, as far as I know, it's easy to distinguish. Okay. The stuff that they're putting out with the vintage stuff. That's so, good. Yeah, that's. I'm hopeful that the, that'll remain true with Ghostbuster stuff as well. Um, that's about all I got to say about it. Nice man, you got me excited about that. That's cool. Awesome. All right, let's jump back over into Lego, and you might be interested by this thing. I'm, like, semi-interested in it. I, I feel like I'm going to have to buy it. This is the Lego Disney train station. Have you seen this monster of a, a set? Only because I saw your um, tweet about it and how upset you were. <laughs> now there's so many stickers in it. Yeah, we'll get to that. So this is, for those that didn't see it, check it down in the show notes. Uh, it is a super large scale set. It's coming in at three hundred and thirty dollars uh, for this set, and it's in the same like kind of scale as the Disney Castle that was released a few years ago. And it is the uh, train station that you see at the center of Disneyland or Disney World uh, Magic Kingdom, uh, with a little train set. You're getting a couple exclusive figures in here as well. You're getting Chip and Dale. I, I, actually, like I think every figure in here is technically. Um, exclusive to the set in terms of printing. So you get Mickey and like a train conductor outfit. You get Minnie. She's not really uh, too different, but she is slightly different than how she's come before. So she is exclusive. Goofy is the one that everybody's just kind of really excited for. It's the first time we're getting Goofy in Lego oh, form. Oh, really? Yeah, it's the first time Goofy's in Lego form. Uh, Chip and Dale, we've gotten their molds before, um, but it, they're wearing like train conductor type outfits. And that's it. So you're getting all those figures in a $330 set. How smart of Lego is that yeah, to release one little minifigure in a $330 set that it's just like, well, you, know, you don't have this minifigure. They, you're going to buy the freaking set that so you don't even want. They've done the same thing with the other Disney set, the castle. Tinkerbell is in that set, and that's the only way you can get Tinkerbell. In this set this is the only way you can get Goofy. I would imagine they got to release Goofy later because he's a mold. Uh, he's got a molded head. They'll definitely redo him, but in a different style. But man, you got to get that Goofy, man. How many eBay lots are you going to see? This set minus Goofy. Yeah, right? <laughs> Goofy selling for $100 alone. He might be the most expensive in-set figure that has been released in the past couple of years. Like I, I would expect on his eBay price to be around 100 bucks to get him, which is insane. And is it totally confirmed that everything in here is a sticker? Just about everything in there is a sticker. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I haven't done it. An, an entire inventory on whether there's printed pieces there's probably like those silly printed pieces that you get that are like they're almost in every set that you get you know it's just like the dial and stuff like that mm -hmm. but yeah just about everything in the set is printed which is a super disappointment for how expensive the set is i i can't really forgive lego for doing stuff like this like i just don't really <laughs> understand it and i'll always be mad about it so um i'm gonna get the set eventually um for my collection but not in like two or three years i don't think so 
it's it's out. It's it's actually out now. If you really want to jump on and get it, there's really no promos around it, which is a little bit of a letdown. Um, but yeah, it's out there. Get yourself your goofy. When when did you say it comes out? It's already out. Oh, it came out, out to, okay. uh, actually today, September first. Oh, it's exciting. So it's out today. All right, I know what we're doing. Yeah, not buying that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Yeah, let's get <clears> to the next one. This is just hilarious uh, to me. <laughs> this um, this next topic. Um, HasLab announced at San Diego Comic Con um, that. Well, I should say Hasbro announced that the next HasLab project is going to be a um, to-scale Cookie Monster figure um, that could just be yours. Um, it, <laughs> to-scale? Yeah, like, like from the show. Like if you're standing next to it, like it would look as though like a human was standing next to Cookie Monster in the show. How big is Cookie Monster? I don't know. Maybe like... I'm picturing him big. <laughs> <laughs> is he not big? I think he was a little bigger than Elmo, and Elmo wasn't that, wasn't that big. Okay, I pictured him much bigger. I thought there was a human inside of that no. costume, so he's a straight puppet. Yeah, I think you're getting a mix with, like, Sweetums from... <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I always thought he was pretty big. I mean, yeah, he was, he was a little chunkier as far as, like, handheld puppets go. Like, he was he was a little bigger, I guess, but I don't... To scale with a human, I don't... I, don't, I thought he was... It's pretty underwhelming. So, Hasbro thought this was a good idea, um... That people would want this to scale Cookie Monster. Um, Why do you think that is? Dude, I have no idea. Why I, do people want Tickle Me Elmo, though? Does he do anything like that? Does he have a gimmick? I think, no. That was a different time. Like, that was just, like, I don't know. That that was a different time. That was a flash in the pan. Yeah. Um, this is something where it's, like, there's not, I don't think there's anybody out there that's asking for, like, deluxe Sesame Street collectible memorabilia. Yeah, I don't think so, either. I just don't think there's an adult market for it. I, I look at Sesame Street. I'm like, oh, yeah, Sesame Street. Like, And I, I admire Sesame Street because it's, like, it's been around for like 50 years now. Like 50 years. That's insane. Um, so it's cool that I guess they want to offer this to us, but I don't think anybody was asking for it. I think it's like – I think – didn't they – I think they did something with like a Kermit figure back in the day. Is um, this that, for an adult? really well. Yeah, it's for an adult collector. Really? Yeah, it's like a posable figure. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. It's like a highly detailed, artic- well, highly detailed, I mean, highly articulated figure that's He's like... He's like a fuzzy mop. Like, how do you, how do you move yeah. him? Does he got, like, wires in him or something? Um, yeah, there were, like, blueprints on the site, actually, that, like, showed his range of movement and things like that and how his skeleton sort of functioned. It was interesting, uh, but... He's actually cracking me up a little bit well, let me, <laughs> as I'm looking at the photos. Let me get to this. <laughs> yeah. You, uh, the the project required three thousand backers okay. to get it off the ground, and it it got to, it didn't even get to five hundred. Oh wow. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense because they want three hundred dollars for this thing. Whoa. Yeah. No thanks. Yeah. Give me that train set. You know? <laughs> yeah. The train set. Good lord. Three hundred dollars for this thing that nobody asked for. That's a shame, man. He's he's pretty funny. And I don't, yeah, I don't want to rip on Cookie Monster because I like Cookie Monster. Like he's but, probably one of my favorite Sesame Street characters. If I'm being honest, like if, yeah. I, if I start to really like dial it in, like who who I like or would want <laughs> as a figure, I guess Cookie Monster is like in the running for that. Who's who's top? Oh, jeez. <laughs> I got mine. Why don't you say yours first? Mine's Oscar. Oscar? Oh, he's hilarious. Okay. Just a miserable thing in a trash can. Yeah. That's good. 
I would want like Snuffleupagus, but that's not feasible. Yeah, no way. <laughs> Life size Snuffleupagus. I always remember always getting excited whenever I see him on the screen. Though, I'd be like, what does he, he bring into the table besides being huge? He's just hilarious, and he was a friend of the Big Bird. Like, yeah, he just sort of like rivaled him in size as far as like the Muppets went. Yeah, they were just the two big ones. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I would definitely love a Snuffleupagus. Not that I would pay for it, but I would, I'd love to see it. That'd be hysterical. Um, yeah, maybe Harry Monster. Oh, Bert and Ernie. Bert and Ernie are the best. Yeah? You think? They're great. Bert well, and Ernie? Well, Bert's great. Ernie and Ernie's like... Bert's or, great? You don't like Bert? <laughs> He's a miserable old man who lives with the, who lives with a little kid. Just loves his pigeons. Yeah. <laughs> They're great. And Ernie's just too busy taking a bath. I know that. Um... I guess the Count would be super cool. Oh, yeah. He's funny, too. I forgot about him. I th- that Yeah, that's probably... So, Cookie Monster's... Like, he's up there. He's, you know, he's swinging his fists. He's he's, he's fighting for position there. But he doesn't even come with cookies. Like, what are you going to do with him? Does he not... He doesn't come with anything. That, that's not even my gripe. It's just the fact that it even exists. That's it's, my gripe, dude. He's been... He's been... What's the word I want to use? I don't know. C is for cookie. He's he, he not allowed to eat cookies anymore. He Cookies are sometimes food. They haven't eaten vegetables and stuff. So he's, he's. When's the last time you saw Sesame Street? That's been years. Yeah, because I don't think that's. I don't think that reigns true anymore. I think he sometimes eats vegetables. Yeah, but I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but I believe he still likes cookies. He likes them, but he doesn't eat them all the time like a monster. All right. He's right. been. He's reformed. Yeah, is, I, I think is the word that I'm looking for. <laughs> so he's lost a little bit of his panache. If he was just munching down cookies nonstop like a maniac, I'd be more interested in this. Is all I'm saying. And I feel bad ripping on it. I really do, because I like I like Sesame Street. I like Cookie Monster. But at the same time, it's like if you were to do a project like this, I think you would have way better results if you did something with Jim Henson like Muppets related. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, like Fozzie, I I I think Fozzie would, would would do it for people. Well, make it an actual Muppet. You know, make it something that well, you could mess he with. Is and... technically, a... oh yeah, no, I see what you're saying. And yes, I did look into that. It's not an actual Muppet. You can't like put your hands in Cookie Monster and like. That's what puppetry. I would want to do. His, yeah. his mouth like opens and closes. Like I think it's like a ratchet system where like it kind of inter- like locks and stuff. So it's not something where you can like you know shove your hand up his butt and make him talk. That's, that's not, what I want, man. Case. Yeah, I mean, I I thought that that was a kind of a missed opportunity there. Like I don't know why you wouldn't be able to do that with it's a muppet you know yeah you want to bring the muppet home and like have mess with your kid and just be like look cookie monsters here you know but dude if you did fozzy bear or i mean me personally if you did anybody from the electric mayhem you would not pay 300 dollars for that thing i know you wouldn't if it was some okay maybe not fozzy but if you're talking about just me personally yeah you put anybody from the electric mayhem (laughs) what about like zoot I said anybody from the Electric Mayhem, and you, I'm I'm buying it. Three hundred dollars. It would be. Zoot. It's so obscure. It's like they have no business doing that. That would be <laughs> hilarious. Now that and you know that's kind of probably confusing people who don't know me. But uh, I mean, Cookie Monster. It's just like you're trying to appeal to like the, the masses. general public, the yeah. masses. It's not. I don't think that's that's doing it. But I think it's a miss. I think Elmo's general masses. Cookie Monster. He's he lost his charm. I guess he he's he's nerfed. Nerfed is the word that I was looking for. He's, oh, okay. he's nerfed. It's a nerfed version of Cookie Monster. Okay. Well, in in any case, at this point, it didn't get funded. It's not happening. Um, and it would. It's I hate stuff like this, man. I just don't like crowdfunded stuff. It's not. It's when it goes well, it's good. I guess it's just like yeah, I gotta pay three hundred dollars up front, and then this wouldn't have been released to me until like a year later. 
a well, year plus, I think. It saved them from losing a lot of money, you know? <laughs> they would have made it and tried to sell it for 300 bucks to 3,000 people and nobody would have bought it. Oh, yeah, I'm not discrediting that, but it's just like, I don't, I, as a, as somebody who's a consumer, I wouldn't, I don't like the method. I don't, I don't you know, oh, if, yeah. I pay, if I spend that much money, I want it now kind of, kind of deal. If there was some, and a lot of these sites don't have guarantees. That's where I get. Sure. That's like people just lose their money and yeah. I don't like that. There's gotta be some kind of guarantee that you get your money back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't want to, you know, be on it for too long. If you have anything else you want to say about it. No, nah, man. I'm glad you brought it on. I like, I like talking about the cookie monster. <laughs> All right, let's uh last last kind of subjects on my side. I'll just kind of do them one, two, three because they're pretty small. Uh, Lego Ultimate Collector Series Star Destroyer teased. Did you see this thing? The teaser for it. So Lego teased this out. It's just like a shadowy, a shadowy view of of this big triangular shadow kind of coming across a living room, um, and everyone immediately was like, they're making a new Star Destroyer. So this thing is going to be in scale of like the Millennium Falcon that came out. That was eight hundred dollars. So this thing should be around eight hundred bucks as well. So there you go. There's two Lego sets that'll be on the market that are $800 each. Nearly $1,000. I'm waiting for that set that just breaks $1,000. And I got to come to terms with myself and realize that I can't bring myself to buy that thing. Well, yeah, where do you fit in this? Would you have any idea or what? Have any, like... Dude, I'm, I'm so on the fence about the Millennium Falcon. Like, I would pick that up first way before this thing. Really? Absolutely. See, because, like, my, my thought immediately was just, like, that's a Star Destroyer. Like, how many... How many were there how many more will there be so they released one like six years ago that was four hundred dollars okay how's it doing it's doing pretty well in the aftermarket it, it, it did well immediately after it after it retired this thing i just don't know man it's it's so expensive i mean it'll do well in the aftermarket like if it's retired but it'll, it'll be around forever like it'll be around for at least five years so it comes out Maybe I'll slowly start saving for it. I don't know, like twenty five bucks a month or something. Yeah. And eventually buy it, but good lord, man, it's re- getting really hard to like collect all this stuff. It's so expensive. So that's kind of all. I, my only thought is like, it's here. Don't buy it unless you really need to. Um, it, yeah, I'll I'll talk about it some more when we've actually seen some pictures of it. Uh, the next thing here is that new brickheads, man. New seasonal brickheads. I know you love seasonal I know brickheads. You're, I know you're. Yeah, you're trying to be funny but i saw that and i was like that's pretty cool the scarecrow he's looking good the he's scarecrow the, or, or the, the ghosty ghost. i saw the ghost okay. i didn't see the scarecrow so we've known about the ghosty but he's he's out on shelves now ghosty's out on shelves oh, okay go get ghosty the scarecrow is coming out closer to thanksgiving which i think is a mistake i think the scarecrow should be out now for fall time and then the ghosty and then a turkey but that's just me well you already got a turkey did you get a turkey didn't you get a turkey is that a turkey? What came at Thanksgiving time? I don't think we got a turkey. What did you get on Thanksgiving? I don't think there was anything. I can't remember. That might have been a turkey. Don't hold me to that. Or was it Thanks. a pilgrim? Oh, there you go. I don't Maybe. think it was a pilgrim. I'm making this up. I think it might have been a turkey. I don't remember building pilgrim a turkey. Pilgrim sounds familiar. Well, you know, I have no idea. I'll have to look it up. Them. But yeah, dude, I mean, I see Scarecrow as like Thanksgiving time. That's still like harvest. I guess so. Yeah, I just want that thing out now, and it's you can't get it to probably till like October first, so I'll have to wait around on that. But anyway, the scarecrow we did not know about. That was just kind of a surprise. They they pumped it out there, and uh, he's coming. So, yeah, the last thing here is the Friends. I can't believe we didn't talk about this yet. The Friends Central Perk set in the well, Lego Ideas line. This, well, we just revealed this past month, right? Yeah, this was one where I, like I saw this and I was like, man, we haven't cast it in a while because like I just remember seeing this like a month ago. I think like the day after we casted, this thing dropped and like all the images and everything. 
Uh, I really like this set. It's in the ideas line. Everything is printed. The figures look really good. I don't think you could ask for much more in a friend set. Very obscure, very cool. Good price point. I love it. I'm actually going to do a video on it, uh, investing. Script's already written. Just need to kind of record everything. Um, so look forward to that. But I don't know if you had anything specific you want to call out on it. No. Um, how much did? How much of the show did you actually watch? Have you seen like a good majority of the episodes? Yeah, I've seen a decent chunk of Friends. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it's not a memorable show for me though. Like I don't remember the lines like pe other people do. I remember like a few, but I don't remember a lot of the episodes. Like people can quote the episodes. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm not remembering it that much. I like that it was actually like, it's kind of like set as the studio. So mm -hmm. it's like you got like the camera lights up up there or the lights for production yeah, up man. there in the corners. I think that's really cool. It's a nice little added touch. I really love that. I call that out in my review uh, that is still not up, but um, I would talk about this thing some more, but just look for that video coming out. Oh, okay. I'm going to talk about it at length. Uh, so I'll direct you to that video once it's out. Cool, man. You want to hit your last your last one here before we get into yeah, the Yeah, we didn't really it? space this out correctly because this is totally underwhelming, but it's just... <laughs> Um, I just want to mention that I, it was interesting earlier this month, uh, like the week after we cast it, I saw that Luke Crate um, filed for Chapter 11, like they are going under. But I was just, I was kind of, I don't want to say I was excited, but I was like, oh good, an end to like this madness, you know, like this, these junk boxes that we don't want. Yeah, man, I never liked these Luke Crates. <laughs> and when I say we, I mean me and Strick personally, it's just, I've never been a fan of it. I don't know anybody that likes these. They like really, I mean, they're advertised to no end, and I assume people got them for gifts and stuff like that. But, yeah. And no part of me is like, I just want a box of stuff that might not be stuff that I want. Exactly. Yeah. And you're paying like premium price for it, too. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think the way it was, the way they're like advertised, I think, are like it's focused on four or so properties and they tell you what the next crate is going to be yeah like what and what properties are involved in that crate so if you see something like i remember i think there was like a voltron crate or something like part of it and i was like i like voltron like what are these other and then it's like some video game properties that i have no idea what they are and i'm like i don't want any of that like yeah. i don't even know what it is and it's like i don't know what i'm getting like from voltron but I'm like, I'm also curious, like, what's in that Voltron set? And then, like, sometimes it ends up being, like, a t-shirt or something. Yeah. Or, like, stickers or, like, something junky like that that I don't really care for. Have you ever gotten one of these? No, but uh, one of my buddies at work uh, did it a couple of times. And he's just like, yeah, I mean, they get me with, like, the certain, like, licenses that are involved in these. And I, I kind of want to just, like, see what it is. And I know, like, one of them was, like, Crash Bandicoot or something. And... Um, he got it, and it ended up being like a T-shirt. Yeah, and I was just it's like such and, a letdown. And, yeah, because I mean, we're you know we're toy guys, and the whole thing I was thinking about was, oh man, what if I get like there? What if there's like an exclusive weird Crash Bandicoot figure in there that I'm gonna end up wanting? Like, what if it's in there? But it's like it's such a terrible chance of that happening. Um, so getting back to this, they're filing for bankruptcy, but as I understand, they're still gonna be business as normal, and they're just looking to get bought up. And they seem to be uh, pretty optimistic that somebody's just going to pick this up and they're just going to run with it. I understand the model. I think it could be cleaned up a little bit. So I think they do have a good chance of getting picked up by, I would assume, like a Disney or like a license like that that has yeah. like Star Wars. This is the Star Wars box this month. This is the Marvel box this month. Like Disney would be the prime buyer for something like this. 
probably. Um, and you know, and I even say that, and there's a small part of me that's even just like, now that I'm thinking about it, potentially like what my buddy wasn't even going through loot crate. It might've been one of these others, like dozen competitors that they have. Oh it's yeah. Not, there's so many of these things out there, which is another thing where I'm just like, well, what's loot crate? Like why, why, why are they so sure that they're going to get picked up? Like, and I guess it's because when I think of this stuff i'm like oh yeah you mean a loot crate right like yeah. that's just it rolls off the tongue but there's so much of that stuff out there already so it's just like i'm interested to see where this goes and where, or who it gets picked up by and what they do with it if they do anything differently or if it's just going to be business as usual but yeah oh, definitely what your theory is that that makes that makes sense yeah i'm curious to see too i did actually buy one of these one time not a loot crate but a different one when we were collecting jack specific world of nintendo yeah man that metallic samus that came out in that that was in a like loot crate like thing. I think it was like related to San Diego Comic Con though. Oh yeah, I remember yeah. that. That's so I right. picked that up, and yeah, in the box it was like it's gonna be Star Wars stuff. It's gonna be Samus. Like I knew I was getting the Samus thing, so I was like, all right, well that's definite. It was like twenty five bucks or something, and then I got like a Star Wars like Pog or something like that. <laughs> like it was, and then like a little dinky dollar store flyy thing, and and a Darth Vader T shirt, and a bunch of like pamphlets. Yep. Yep. And then, and then I got the, the thing I actually wanted and paid like 15 extra dollars for it. So they're great. Did great try, value. Well, I know a lot of people have said like, oh, well, you know, the stuff that I don't want, I just sell it online. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I took this stuff to a flea market and couldn't get rid of it for like 50, 50 cents. I, it was on a table that said free. I'm not even joking. At the end of the flea market, I just like everything on the table is free and nobody would even touch it. Like it was, it's garbage. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe there's people out there that obviously there's people out there that enjoy it that might be listening to this cast. It's just it's our opinions. I've had experience with it. I know you have. It's just I don't I don't like that stuff like that way. I, I I'm not like somebody that can just be like, oh well, what is this stuff? Like this is this is licenses that I don't know what it is. Well, let me take a look at what this is and let me look at it further and see if I can appreciate it. That's no, that's it's not so how I annoying operate. to me. I don't yeah. I don't do that that way. I, like I know what I want and I'm gonna go get what I want and I'm not. Yeah. I don't want to be surprised. Especially for us. I mean, we're we're family guys, so it's like we're budgeting, and yeah. it's like I only have so much money to put into the exact toys that I want. There's no way I'm just like gambling away stuff or gambling away money on stuff that I'm sure I'm probably not gonna want. So yeah, that's it's just it's interesting. I want I want to see where this goes, and we'll probably comment on it uh, later as more unfolds out of this. Yeah, good good transition into uh, collection updates <laughs> in terms of gambling money away. Uh, <laughs> I, I have a lot of things here. Mine could actually probably be a two-parter, so I'll get through the, the Barb saga, the Barb minifig saga first, and then we can go to yours, and then we'll I'll just do the rest of my stuff. So Barb minifig, the last I think I've told the cast is I was waiting for it to come in the mail. Came in the mail. It looks great. No scratches, no scuffs, nothing wrong with it, so I'm keeping it. You know, overpaid for it a little bit, but you know what? It's staying in the collection as is, and I don't feel too bad about owning it. You didn't overpay for it that much. Right. I, I ever paid for it a decent amount. I think I paid. Two, well, you don't have to. You don't have to say it, but I'm just saying, like, like forty bucks over. I think okay. I paid. Well, there you go. That's not bad, considering that I I looked at it this morning and I'm seeing sold listings between the 150 200 range. Yeah. Now. So that's not bad. So I, I was at the higher end of that range. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. Not great. But it's not bad. I remember you were projecting like 350 to 400 or something like that. So yeah, that's what those pre-orders were going for. So. Uh, words to the wise, never do pre-orders. And also don't buy right as the figures are, are being listed on eBay because it, it is like just a seller's market and yeah. everyone's trying to figure out the prices. Fish in a barrel. It will settle. It will eventually settle at the price that people are comfortable with. 
Uh, so be smarter than me, and next year, just wait till it, wait for it to settle. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. But I own this thing now, and you know what? I'm going to get the set, and I'm going to own the full... Stranger Things line of stuff that's been released. That's awesome, man. I feel good about it. Are you going to open that set or just keep it in a box? Uh, oh, the set? Yeah, I'm going to open it. I want to I get pictures of those figures and stuff and get them on the shelf. Cool. I might not build the set. I might build the set. We'll see. Cool, man. But it's getting open. Uh, so that was that was my one thing. Why don't we go to your thing next? Okay. Uh, this is something that I wasn't able to mention on the cast because I didn't know about it until like maybe three weeks ago. Um, I want to mention on the last cast. Mattel put out muscle-themed figures, or muscle figures, like, that are reminiscent of the vintage muscle line. I don't think you're familiar with, like, muscle, like, little, they're, like, basically, they come in, like, a three-pack, like, little muscle, like, rando figures. Um, and they all have, like, different identities, and they're all, like, really wacky, like, looking wrestlers. Are they all fr- flesh tone? Yeah, they're all flesh tone. Everything is completely flesh tone. Yeah, I think in some cases, I, you know, I, I didn't collect this stuff. It was, I think, this was a little before my time, so I wasn't. A, I, I just, I knew of it, um, so I could be wrong. I think there's different colors of it, but I think the majority is all flesh tone. Um, and they always, they did grab my attention because I was just like, oh, they're like little weirdo, you know, plastic figures that. And they're mostly like jacked wrestlers. Yeah, pretty much. Like just, just totally sh- just. Like, not characters, like, not licensed stuff, just, like, made-up, weird, crazy characters. Oh, they're made up. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, Mattel recently, well, I shouldn't say that, because I, I think they did a couple other licenses before this, um, but if at Five Below, you can find, like, WWE wrestlers, like, muscle wrestlers. Yeah, I saw um, those. <laughs> and I don't, I for the life of me, I don't know if they were ever on like actual retail shelves that didn't just go to like kick to five below. I've never seen them ever. Okay. And potentially it's just through five below. It's the weirdest thing because what I want to talk about is these street sharks themed rest muscle figures that Mattel put out unbeknownst to anybody. I mean, as far as I know, I, I've never heard of this. It's, it's crazy. The only, I, I, the only reason I saw it, I saw pictures surface on like Instagram of like people finding this stuff and i'm like what is that like where is this like vintage stuff like because i've never heard of it and like if i it can't be vintage because it's like it's street sharks and that's like you know it's 90s and i think this stuff was i don't even know when muscle was put out i think it's in the 80s um but it's just like the i saw that i'm like i okay and then i start feverishly typing on my phone i'm like on ebay i'm like what what, what is this like where, where can i get this stuff and people have these sets like skyrocketed like $30 or something for like just one box. And I'm like, that's not happening. Cause it's like, I, I found out that they put out two different, two different sets, I guess, two different packages. So there's so six sharks there's in all six figures in all, um, three in each, in each package. Yeah. Um, and I'm not going to try to name them just cause I, at the <laughs> moment I can't, I, I, you know, I'll, I'll give it a try. And for it's, those that don't know, Street Sharks, they're like the poor man's Ninja Turtles. Yeah, well, they tried to be the poor man's Ninja Turtles. <laughs> they were a quick blip on the radar, and they vanished as quickly as they came. Like, yeah. they, they, they did not last long. Which makes this even better. Yeah, it's so obscure. It's so weird that they exist. And not only on, on top of that, it's so weird that I didn't hear anything about it. And it's so weird that you can only find these at five and below. And also, I confirm that you can find them at Ollie's, of all places. <laughs> it's so weird to me, man. Like, I just... And, like I get off on this stuff. I think it's hilarious and I love it. And I, um, I love these kind of figures, uh, just because they're just, it's, it's a property that is like praised, but also kind of not known, but it is, but it's so obscure. It's so weird. 
anyway, finally, after weeks of checking, I finally went back to actual my local Five and Below, and they had eight of them on the shelves. Oh, so wow. four complete sets. I picked them all up because I was like, you know what? Like, this is paying for my gas money with yeah, all man. the times I've driven to Five and Below to find this crap. So, because I've been all over the place. I've been all over the area going to every single Five and Below. I've been walking in so many stores. And it's, like, back to school season. So, it's, like, all these, like, younger girls and, like, boys, like, looking at, like, school stuff. Oh, you feel like an idiot. And I'm, like, I'm looking through pegs of toys on the shelf. Yeah. And I'm just, like, I am such a, like, an, <laughs> like an idiot. I mean, at best, yeah, definitely. I feel like an idiot looking through this stuff. So, yeah, finally. And they actually, it was weird because I fully, I went in there. I was, like, they're not going to be here because the, the WWE figures are just peg warming. Like, they are just sitting there. There is no room for them to bring this stuff on. Well, I had no idea, but they actually took off WWE fighters and put them, like, on the bottom shelf. And then they made room for, like I said, eight of the uh, uh, Street Sharks. Dang, man. I was like, are you, uh, are you kidding me? And I was there with my wife. And, guys, <laughs> like, I, I have a, I, my arms are full of these Street Sharks. And, and she's, she's like, she couldn't be prouder of you. She was like, how many of those are you getting? <laughs> like, they're all coming home. The us. whole kit and caboodle. Yeah, they're all coming home. Because um, they're a awesome, bargain. Because they're three bucks a piece. You crack me up, man. Uh, you, you actually call me out on this a lot. Where there's something that you don't even necessarily want. But you just feel like you need to own. Because <laughs> I know exactly what it is. Because you refer to it as like, gotta go get this crap. And it's gotta, I gotta get it. And it's like, it's like an annoyance, you know? Slightly, yeah. Slightly, but it just it it it's because it's like so just obscure and just out there and just like it it tickles my my funny bone here because I'm like Street Sharks was a property that I collected. I had action figures. I had the vehicle. Um, it's just something. It's stuff that I had. It stuck with me. And then once I got older, I ended up selling the stuff, and I kind of regretted it because it's so coveted now. There's so, there's a huge following for Street Shark stuff. I had no idea and. The fact that they put these out here and it's just kind of like hush, like you guys can figure this out. Here, here's the here's the street sharks in five below. Yeah, must five below of all places. It's yeah. crazy to me because I feel like a set of those would be easily like seven ninety nine at like a Target or something. So the fact that you're getting each of these for a dollar a piece for these really cool little figures, yep, yeah, they have my money. They do. I'm so happy to own them. I'm, I'm assuming, I encourage people to keep checking Five Below because it just, I had no idea that it was going to pop up, but it just, it did. Like, keep checking because I see a lot of people are getting frustrated online um, that they can't find these things. They're coming. Just, you know, be patient. Keep checking. I was, uh, I was scanning through your collection to see if you had opened them yet and put them up. Do you plan on opening one of those sets? Oh, there they are. Oh. <laughs> They're like front and center. How did I miss them? I have, yeah, I kept the two best uh, packaged ones um, in package, and then I opened oh. the two crummiest packages that were kind of beat up, and I have a complete set open and unopened. They look so good. I mean, the packaging alone, just like the bright pink and the yellow lettering. And it's like vintage. Oh, it looks so good. I love it, man. Yeah. I can't get over it. They're cool. They're cool. If you if you guys are finding yourselves at a five below, definitely go search in them toy aisles for that. That's good. Those guys. <laughs> What else you got? All right, so I'm going to wrap up here with uh, just some other stuff that I had picked up. Um, actually, this is stuff that I plan on picking up, a little bit of a mix. So the last time we were out, I did pick up these monthly mini builds. Uh, and I, this is like a two-parter, and this might not be interesting, but 
So Lego does these every month and it's more for like kids. So you would go into the store and the kid gets this little set. It's like a $5 little build and it's like a turtle or something lame. And the kid can like get it and it's like five bucks and they build it in the store. So before you had to go with a kid in order to get these sets. Like you couldn't just be an adult and go and they wanted to sell it to you. <laughs> so now there's a Lego discovery by us, which is like a Legoland offshoot, some weird thing where you can go and bring your kids and whatever. <laughs> So I went to this place, and they just have them for sale. You can just buy them. So they had the August one, and then they had, like, a one from Christmas, like, last year. And I was like, why not? But now back up. You, you're telling me, like, I if, if we weren't by this, you couldn't get this without a kid? Correct. Like, yeah, like, normally – well, I don't, know what the, I don't know what the rules are anymore now because they just let me buy them. But okay. before, you had to go to the store with a kid on a certain day, and they would, had the building gotcha. event, and they were like, oh, yeah, okay, it's five bucks. Or I don't even think it costs anything. I think you just go take a kid, and you could do it for free. Um, but, yeah, now you can buy them at Lego Discovery Places, and I, and I believe Legoland's as well. So if you live by one of those, which we so happen to be lucky to live by one, um, you can pick them up there. So it, just a cool find. Uh, and I did want to mention when I bought stuff there, I got a 5% VIP discount. And they didn't ask for my card. So they just said, are you a VIP member? I said, yes. And they said, okay. And I was like, do you need my card? And they were like, no. And they just gave me a 5% discount on what I purchased. Boy, that lady must have just been a new employee. She's giving you all this stuff. I think that's how they do it there. <laughs> I think that's just how it works at Discovery Zones. It's so weird. And I don't know if it's part of the new VIP program or it's just that's mm. all, the way it's always been. But if that's the case, man, I hate the new VIP program. I'll just buy stuff there because they have a lot of the stuff. And I just get a 5% discount right away. Because that's what the old VIP program is. Okay. Yeah. All right. So that's that's just kind of an offshoot. Weird. More for like Lego collectors themselves. Uh, the last thing I'll mention here is just the stuff that I plan on picking up in September. Uh, so if you have these on your list, it might be a good time to pick them up as well for investing uh, purposes. So one is the Voltron set. I'm finally going to pick that guy up. He's like 180 buck. Awesome. There is a promo going on where you can get a hidden side set starting tomorrow from Lego.com. So I'm going to get that. I'm going to have my first hidden side Ooh. set. And it's an exclusive set, so it should be probably the most uh, pricey one in the aftermarket. So if you just want one of them, it'd probably be the one to get. And you can start getting that tomorrow uh, with a $50 purchase. And then the other thing is I'm picking up the advent calendars that we talked about. I'm going to pick those up. And then those Series 19 figures. So I did get three of those. And if you guys follow us on Instagram, you've seen those already. But I'm going to pick up the rest of the series. Now, and what I did want to mention this is the last thing I'll mention. You can buy a whole box now from the lego store yeah that's awesome at least you can buy it online for the disney collectible minifigures i haven't seen it for these guys but you can get the whole box you did get the advent calendar though didn't you you got the old one yeah i got the old star wars one from a year ago i don't i'm i don't i'm not thrilled i own that that was more like a necessity <laughs> like it's here it's cheaper than i've seen it online so i'm gonna pick it up <laughs> oh man we gotta be hitting up that discovery zone way more often yeah though. man they got like old stuff there but now it's they don't have new stuff which is kind of what i went there for oh okay it's old stuff uh yeah those spider-man figs i'm trying to get i think they're gonzo i'm like really uh, bummed about yeah, that they're gonna right. be so expensive in the aftermarket that's one that's like a rare kind of a rare retirement all right is that all we got that's all we got okay um yeah uh real quick we've got some good youtube content coming i promise you it's coming mm -hmm. um i 
we've been working feverishly to get some content up there. Uh, there is a music video that is coming within days now uh, that we've been working on. Oh, yeah, hard. days? Oh, yeah, days, days. It, it's coming. We got some animation in there. Um, we got an original sound. Uh, so hopefully you guys like it once you hear it. Um, and I'm going to request that people retweet, man. We got we to get them retweets on that, <laughs> boy, because we're, uh, we're, we're pretty proud of it. Um, it's, it's sounding pretty good. It's looking pretty good. So look, keep on the lookout for that. And also fan involvement, you guys can contact us at toytalkguys at gmail.com with really anything you want to share. If it's a topic you want us to talk about, if it's a story, a particular, you know, just childhood story that you want to share, feel free to reach out. We'll add it to the cast and you can tell all your friends that you're on a podcast, which would be pretty cool. Uh, We haven't had any people write in yet. So if you're the first one, you're almost guaranteed to get on the podcast. So give it a shot. Why not? (laughs) Don't be, don't be like gross with anything though. (laughs) All right. Uh, I think that's going to do it for us today. If you'd like to help support the show, please tell a friend and be sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and as Motel just plugged YouTube, we're definitely working on content for YouTube. So definitely check us out there. You can stay up to date on all the things that we're up to. Thank you so much for being here with us. Until next time, keep on doing the toy thing.